You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and coming up, I've got the duo of Gracie and Rachel talking about their intoxicating dream pop. Putting together podcasts like this and making them available takes a lot of time and money. So if you like what we do with these interviews and on Echoes, become a supporter by making a donation now at echoes.org. It's easy, you'll feel great, and you'll be supporting the dissemination of great music to the world. Just go to echoes.org. And now, here's Gracie and Rachel. You're hearing Echoes and I'm John DiLiberto. Gracie and Rachel are a postmodern duo influenced as much by composers like Philip Glass and Max Richter as the usual singer-songwriter archetypes like Joni Mitchell or Nick Drake. Their self-titled debut album is one of the most impressive and personal releases of 2017. We got the duo into the studio to play and then sat down to talk about their music and friendship that dates back to high school. I am a nobody posing as a song. Gracie and Rachel are contemporary pop singers, but their influences come from places other than pop, like Eric Satie. Eric Satie was one of the first composers I started to learn as a, with my piano teacher that I started to get really excited and I was like, I want to write like this. So I started breaking things down and my dad was a big Satie fan, so I learned all the gymnopedies when I was younger and just really enjoyed that kind of style um, and kind of like arpeggiations that, that he does. So for sure, there's Satie in there a lot, a lot of that. That singer and keyboardist Gracie Coates, the chamber pop music she makes with the violinist Rachel Ruggles, is rife with classical references that move across time. In one instant, they'll cite ancient choral music. Just going back to like our choral inclinations, I think they definitely draw from like the medieval 16th century Renaissance vibe. But the sound is more 21st century than that. I think Gracie and I both listen to a lot of composers that are minimally inclined. Philip Glass, Steve Reich, Terry Riley. I think Max Richter is a brilliant composer. I think we both are heavily influenced by some of his sounds. Um, a lot of composers that are coming out of Iceland, um, Valdir Sigurdsson, um, Oliver Arnolds, other kind of composers that lean heavily on choral traditions. I think that is thing that we, we appreciate a lot. It's Rachel Ruggles who brings the true classical background to the duo. Yeah, definitely. Um, my background is very much in the classical realm. Conservatory training since I was young. They stole her away. <laughs> no. But I hadn't really explored like writing my own music or being kind of like my own composer, exploring extended techniques on the violin. So 
it was really great when Gracie kind of came into my musical picture and helped me find my own personal voice outside of reading orchestral scores and things like that. She taught me what we were doing because I had no idea. So there, she has this theoretical background that really influenced me. So I think we just kind of started building on one another and that's how it took off to be something we could see ourselves doing. Mm -hmm. Rachel now uses extended techniques and electronic enhancements to create the dramatic arrangements of their songs. Gracie Coates and Rachel Ruggles didn't set out to play music together. They were drafted in high school. We were like an arranged marriage assigned to play together in a dance class. And it was like, oh, okay, we'll do it. And then it became something we fell in love with. I mean, we had a friendship before that. But I don't think we entertained the idea of writing around stuff uh, together. But they did, and these Berkeley-born and raised natives made the inevitable indie rock move to Brooklyn, where they lived together. That's where the song Uncomfortable, with the U-N in parentheses, comes from. For sure. I think we were, you know, moving to New York, you know, a little while ago and thinking a lot of things that maybe, you know, open us up and push us are not comfortable. So that's where we took off with that. And, um, yeah, we hope it reads in a number of ways. Welcome to a world where dreams only live in your sleep. Welcome to a world that's hard to believe. Welcome to a world of make believe. When I am getting so very comfortable, I don't wanna get that way. I don't wanna get that way. Sometimes they explore their own relationship together as friends and music partners, sharing a living and rehearsal space in Brooklyn. You can hear the tension on a track like Sing Song. Maybe a little bit of that, you know, intense relationship shows through in that song as well. Sing song, sing song, sing.
That also represents the duality of the group, something that is played up in all their press material, which depicts them as opposites. Blonde Gracie, brunette Rachel, pop singer Gracie, classical violinist Rachel, Gracie reads Carlos Castaneda, Rachel reads David Sedaris. Yes, it's very obvious. I wear the all-white and Rachel wears the all-black and, you know, I paint my keyboard white. And, you for know, those she, of us who can see us through the radio. For those of us who can see us through the radio. But, yeah, there is a duality there. There's a dance there and I think it's something that, you know, with her classical training and my contemporary background, it's a, it's more of a metaphor for duality in so many ways in, in your mind when you're dealing with anxiety and you're dealing with the calm and how you can, you know, be at peace as opposed to at war with yourself. That, that those are themes through our through our work. That might account for their themes of identity heard on songs like Upside Down. I think there's this notion on the record in general that's uh, feeling like we're going in circles, and I think that anybody can, you know, hopefully relate to that. Um, how you can feel like you're propelling forward, but you're kind of only going backwards, and that some part of moving forward is letting go and not trying to move forward. So there's a lot of that in Upside Down. It was actually originally written as this cyclical thing of like round and round and round and round, and um, that was a lyric that was in there that was cut out. But it's, it, it hopefully kind of you feel that cyclical thing still going in the music, um, and just ultimately feeling upside down. On their album cover portrait, Gracie covers Rachel's eyes, Rachel covers Gracie's mouth in a variation on a see-no-evil-hear-no-evil pose, representing the web that binds them together. We started to think about it as Rachel's my ears and I'm her eyes, or you know, if there's something I see in the world that I want to comment on, I'll bring that to Rachel and express that to her, and it's I'll, maybe I'll have one idea, a lyrical idea, and she just knows sonically what is needed to be expressed and that's like such a gift of you know as a partnership that I'm you know really grateful for Gracie and Rachel have just released their self-titled debut Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.